and welcome to The Roundstone with Jara Monique. This is the show where we explore how people experience and engage with different aspects of life from their varied perspectives, all while sharing some laughs, some gags, and some advice. I'm your host, Jara, and on today's episode, we'll be talking about love, or more so different aspects of love and loving, um, which we'll get more into (laughs) as the show goes on. Um, So yeah, welcome guys. Welcome back to the show. Uh, This is a solo episode um, where I like to call these my reflections. These are my reflections just when I... Okay, yeah. (laughs) And um, this is where uh, I kind of just want to talk about things that have been on my mind, on my heart, um, things that I've been seeing on Twitter that have just caught my eye and that I felt engaged by or just motivated to sort of speak um, more on. And we're going to start uh, the show with the first segment, which I like to call what's the meaning. So what's the meaning? Tell me what's the meaning. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so this is where I'll take a word that's related to today's topic or just one that's floating around in the zeitgeist and discuss kind of what it means. Um, in this case, I guess in relationship to myself or just my general understanding. And today's word is going to be intuition bum 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 okay so intuition what is my understanding of intuition um i believe that it is something that is inherently understood and um more so a a feeling just a, a general overall sense of of knowing of knowingness or of feeling um whether something is right or wrong good or bad um i believe like that's our intuition and I believe we all obviously have one we all have this sort of innate sense of of knowing when um, we may be entering a situation that may not be quite right for us or when we're being um, engaged in a way that might not be fully authentic or just that sense of you know like when you're just like something just not it's just not right um, I believe like that's our intuition um, and I believe that you also have to nurture your intuition like Yes, like there is that innate sense of something might be right or wrong or, you know, that flight or flight, flight or flight, 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 that fight or flight, you know, um, instinct that kind of just kicks in um, for us on our like biological, you know, nature or whatever. But um, like, I feel like our intuition also has to be sort of curated. Like you have to practice with it. You have to really kind of get to know yourself in order to engage or in order to just be able to um, tap in to your intuition, to really just know when something is or isn't right, and to be able to follow that sort of intuitive feeling um, more so over what outside people, outside sources may be telling you. And for me, that has been an ongoing process. I mean, I'm still in the midst of it. I feel like, you know, there's always like that part in time where you're just like your your self-esteem or your your just sense of self is just very rocky and so you kind of are just looking outside of yourself for sort of affirmation or just confirmation that certain things that you believe or or even things that you're seeing and experiencing are real right like you want it validated and you sometimes seek that validation from people outside of yourself and that could be like parents caregivers I mean friends um employers mentors uh, you know 
people that you're romantically involved with, whoever. It could even be like looking to people you idolize or, you know, celebs, gurus, like whoever for that sort of um, confirmation. And sometimes it's like you're looking for confirmation of what you already know, but you just like for whatever reason, am not you're not trusting your own judgment and your sense of like what you know is right for yourself. And sometimes, um, you know, like you are doubtful about something and you want to know like, Am I right to be questioning this? Like, does anyone else see this? But I think ultimately, while it's necessary and great to seek um, advice, I guess, from, you know, people that you trust and, you know, in different circumstances, it is ultimately up to us to kind of tap in to that intuition and really just follow it, like believe in it, because ultimately, you know what's best for yourself more so than you know anybody else and you also have to be the gauge in which you can realize am i being you know mistreated in this situation am i being you know taken advantage of or you know are my um, boundaries being overstepped like sometimes we we do look for other people to confirm that for us but it's like we ultimately have to know and the only way we can know that is by having like that sense of self, like a, a deeper sense of self, which like I said, like I'm working on and um, it's not a one-time thing. It's just like a constant, constant thing of just trying to be mindful, trying to check in with myself. Um, and I do have that habit, like, and it's not in all areas of my life. So I also have to hone in on like where specifically I am doing this. <laughs> and for me, it's always been in like romantic situations and like, maybe not even romantic, but it's always been in the area of my life um, that deals with, you know, people that I like or that I'm interested in. That's what I kind of, for some reason, just like fall a little bit apart and like have a hard time gauging um, what I'm feeling because I either think like I'm overreacting, I'm being overly dramatic or, um, yeah, or I'm just not, like something's just not clicking, right? And I, and I usually internalize that as just being like, I'm missing something. And so I have a tendency to then like seek out the advice of like, you know, my closest friends and like each one of them just to be like, okay, look, this is what happened. This is what he said. And then this is what I said. And then this is what he said. And then this is what I said. So like, am I being crazy and thinking that like he's disrespecting me right now? <laughs> and it's sort of... um I mean, we all do it, right? Like, of course, you know, you, you want counsel, you know, in certain situations where you're, you're unsure, but there are just certain things that I, like, you, you just know, like, you know, when someone is not treating you the way that you deserve and you don't need to get that confirmation from other people. Like, you just kind of have to rely on that sense of like, I knew something wasn't sitting right. And I knew my energy always shifted for some reason when I was around this person, but I just, um, overlooked it or, you know, you convince yourself that it's, it's something else. I can't even count like how many times I've done that where I've just been like, man, why don't I feel good after being around this person? And I just couldn't understand. It was just like, well, maybe I'm in one of my moods, you know, maybe, um, I'm, my expectations are, are too much. Maybe this, maybe that. And never really just looking at like, there's something in you telling you like, this is not it for you, sis. Like, <laughs> this is not it. And you just keep trying to make it so. So I think like intuition, it doesn't have to be just in romantic situations or in relationships in total. It's it's like 
with everything, with your career, with, you know, your schooling or with even just how you move about the world. Like we all should be able to rely on that intuitive sense of like, is this good for me? Are my intentions um, set up right? Like in regards to this situation. So yeah, so like that's my thing with intuition. It's something I, like I said, I'm still trying to figure out, but <laughs> hopefully, you know, that'll come just with more time, with more just tapping into myself. And I hope that like, you know, you guys will write in and maybe share some of your experiences with like either following your intuition or the times when you've like disregarded it and how that may have worked out and like what you're doing now to sort of, um, stay true to self. So yeah, so with that, we're going to go and uh, head to our first break and we'll be right back with the main topic discussion. Hey y'all, welcome back to the show. We are now heading into our main topic discussion known as the stoop. So this is the time to just put our bonnets on, take our bras off, settle in for like a little deep discussion. And um, today I wanna talk about what it means to kind of need someone versus want someone versus love someone. <laughs> and this um, discussion was sparked by a tweet uh, that I saw. And I would like to give credit to the person that I saw tweet this, but I don't necessarily have their permission to do so. So until I do have that, I won't mention them by name. But there was a tweet that I saw um, recently that did say, you know, people should know the difference between needing someone, wanting someone, and loving someone because there is uh, very distinct differences. And so I screenshotted that because, duh, why not? And I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And maybe something that I need to kind of figure out the distinctions between these because I feel like I kind of fall all the time and like blurring the lines between, you know, wanting someone and maybe thinking that means I love them and then feeling like that means I, I need them. And you know, that never works out. So, <laughs> so yeah, so I want to start by just um, talking about like, what does it mean to need someone? So my understanding of needing someone is one, like they're imperative, they're imperative to your survival almost in a sense so we can't say that we've never needed anyone because obviously as children you know we needed our caregivers we needed them to feed us to bathe us to clothe us to you know keep us safe so like that was a need right like we as as children could not survive on our own and so that relationship or those relationships were integral and then um as we get older that kind of changes in a sense then you start to feel like you need your your friends or you need, you know, your romantic partner. But I don't necessarily think that is true. Like, do we as human beings need love? Yes, of course, to, um, to thrive, to grow. I mean, I think there's uh, scientific or psychological journals out there that say, you know, children who are um, who have love and affection withheld from them suffer deeply and intensely from that. So yeah, like love is a necessary component. Like we need love, but do we need, you know, people necessarily? Like, I mean, obviously we need people like, <laughs> like we were not meant to be, you know, alone, but I mean, in the sense to like need someone, like I need you in my life. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily the healthiest 
um, attitude to have, I think, right? Like when you need someone, there's almost like a, a desperate quality to it. And, you know, we should be able to thrive in a sense off our own feelings of self-love. So, you know, yes, we do need love and it, yes, we do need that to thrive and, you know, fully, I guess, embrace ourselves and, and just fulfill whatever it is that we're meant to fulfill. But in essence, like we also need self-love, like that's so important as well. So I don't know. So yeah, so like need is tricky. I feel like, you know, the general consensus is you don't want to need someone. You want to be able to be okay on your own because you have a foundation of love that is based in self and maybe in a higher power like God or whatever it is that you believe in, the universe, you know, so forth and so on. But um, wanting, right? So like how is needing different from wanting? Wanting, I guess for me, is just a desire. Like I just, you know, want you in my life. I want you close. I want to talk to you. Those are just things that I, you know, feel like I would like to have in my life or like a person that I would like to have in my life. Do I need them in my life? No. But I want I want you there. Want feels more like a choice. Need feels like, you know, it's a necessity. There is no choice. Like if you're not here, then I'm not thriving, then I can't live. And that's dangerous and unhealthy. You know, especially if you're not a child dependent on someone for your, your survival and every basic necessity that you need. Or, and excuse me, I don't just mean children because there are people who are um, disabled or, you know, not able body, like whatever it is that do require assistance in care and support. And that's not just physically, that could be mentally, that could be in whatever way. So I don't mean to be dismissive of other people's things or to be ableist. So I will um, say, unless like it's in cases of survival and support, right? Like outside of that need can get kind of dangerous, can get kind of tricky. Um, when it is specifically also like on a romantic level and then wanting someone is more like a choice that you're consciously making and unmaking and i don't necessarily think that's bad like i think especially in a romantic sense you you want to be wanted right like i want to be wanted by by my partner so i don't think that um is bad i mean it could be problematic if that's all it is if that is just the basis or if that wanting is to fulfill some sort of void um within yourself like i want you you know in order to attain this level of status or in order to say that i'm with someone or in order to show that you know someone chose me then yeah i think that can be problematic but in other instances i i would say yeah like you know if you're in love with someone romantically, I mean, there should be a level of want there, no? Like, and it should be mutual, of course. Otherwise, why? Why do it? Um, but I think you can want someone without loving them, definitely. You can want someone without loving them. And that is kind of the space where honesty is necessary, right? Because you can conflate want with love and that um, can end up, disastrously <laughs> and I'm guilty of that myself like I'm you know gonna call myself out and say that I've definitely have wanted people and thought that meant that I loved them and realized that one I did not know them and so you know how could I have loved them and then also um I don't know maybe like 
you feel like if you say you love them, that gives you like permission for the want, that gives you permission for the desire. You're like, oh, but I love them. So it's okay that I'm, I'm desiring them and maybe um, not even seeing all of them. And I think that, yeah, that can be a problem is like when you stop seeing the whole of a person and you're just focusing on the parts of them that you like, the parts of them that you want, the parts of them that attract you, then you're not seeing the whole person. And then without seeing the whole person, like how can you love them? Like you can't. And so I think that's the distinction I'm gonna make between want and love and need. And then loving someone, um, I'm of the belief that like obviously love is different for everyone and we all have our own understanding, interpretation of it. Um, and we all love in different ways, so to speak. But for me, loving, um, I see it as an action word, as a as a verb, right? You love someone, that's something you do. So you treat them lovingly, you behave lovingly with them. Um, you show them love, right? Because you could just say you love someone and then it's like, well, what do I do with those words if every single way that you treat me tells me otherwise? So it's like less getting caught up in the words and saying them, but more so in the, how do you love me? How do you love yourself? Like, and actually showing that. And yeah, so I think like, yeah, loving someone as being the action and the intentions that you put behind, you know, the ways in which you see them, treat them, embrace them, whatever that means, whatever that looks like uh, for you and and vice versa, the ways in which they do the same for you. Um, and that is different from wanting. And I'm trying to figure out where I'm going with this, but I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I also wanna know, can you love someone without needing or wanting them? Um, Again, aside from, you know, very specific circumstances and everyone's circumstances are different and people um, require, you know, certain things in order to live a full, fulfilled, healthy life. And if you are, you know, unable to work for yourself or there are certain ways in which you are unable to care for yourself, then yes, of course, you know, you do need someone, you know, and hopefully that someone is, is someone that you love and that loves you as well um can you love someone without needing or wanting them yes i think for me i want to love someone without needing them if that makes sense like i would just like to know that i'm making that choice to love them you know i'm making that choice to keep showing them that i love them and i'm not taking for granted that just based off the fact that i want them so yeah I think that's kind of where I'm, where I'm at and where I'm going to leave it. And we're going to go ahead to break. And then when we come back, we'll just finish this up with the roundup. Okay. And we're back from our last and final break. And it is now time for the roundup, which is our last segment. And this is the time where we wrap up the show and what um, has been discussed and possibly even learned, if anything, from our talk today. This will also be the space for listener letters and feedback, should you all want to write into the show at the Brownstone Podcast at gmail.com. And the Brownstone Podcast, of course, one word. Um, so I'll just wrap this up quickly and just say what I've come to understand kind of about myself and more specifically what um, we talked about in this episode was intuition, honing in on it, learning to trust 
in yourself, trust in what you know um, inherently about yourself and in the world and um, your expectations. Um, and that is something, like I said, I'm still working on every day. And the way that I kind of um, am trying to do that is by like meditating more, writing, you know, consistently about what I'm going through, what I'm feeling, um, kind of. I am getting advice and counsel from people, of course, people that I trust and admire and respect and whose opinions I value. But I'm ultimately learning that my opinion is the ultimate one in terms of like my own situation and my own life. So yes, you know, get the counsel that you need, but also, you know, do what feels right for you and not, you know, in regards to what's right for anyone else or what anyone else would do in your situation, because, you know, they're not in your situation and they're not you. And so what someone else would do isn't necessarily what you should do. And you kind of like, I think for me, learning to trust and listen to that intuition, that feeling. And sometimes it's just like that gut feeling. Sometimes it's like a physical feeling <laughs> and just like not dismissing it, valuing it and just trying to tap in and listen to it. And then I also want to say in a romantic sense, just like specifically needing someone, you know, doesn't necessarily feel healthy because, you know, if they go away, what happens to you then, right? Are you left unmoored? Are you left shattered? You know, are you left, you know, literally out on your ass because you depended on them for, for everything, you know? So needing someone, I think, can romantically can um run towards the unhealthy toxic side of things whereas i feel like wanting someone is like that choice that you're making that conscious decision you're making and um about you know the desires that you have or you know for for someone and i think you know that requires a level of honesty as well are you just desiring certain parts of them? Do you just want certain parts of them? Or do you want all of them? And learning how to not conflate want with love because they're two separate things. Yes, there is want within love, but there's not always love within want. So I think just, again, listening to yourself, listening to your, your intuition and stuff and just kind of making those clarifications for yourself is super important and yeah and with that guys we've reached the end of this episode so these are my reflections and hopefully they made some sense um <laughs> and hopefully you know have reached some of you or some of you maybe can relate in a certain way or um, have your own experiences with these things that I would love to hear, you know, what your experiences have been. So please if you want to write into the podcast at you know, the brownstone podcast at gmail.com. And um, also you can, you can also rate, review and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever else, you know, you get your podcast and you can follow the show on all social media platforms. The ads will be in the description box below. And please say hi if you want to. So thank you guys so much uh, for listening and please stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye, y'all. Stay blessed. <laughs> hey, guys. Yes, the episode finished, but I just wanted to briefly say thank you so much for listening, and uh, thank you for bearing with me through these audio uh, snags and ups and downs. I'm still working on trying to figure out the best way to edit these episodes and the best way to get the 
you know, clearest sound quality. Um, I do apologize for any noise you hear in the background. Um, I do live in an apartment building and I try to wait for moments when it's super quiet, but that of course is, you know, impossible. So people you hear yelling or whatever in the background, that is not me. That is not my kids. I don't know who that is, but, um, yeah, <laughs> that was unfortunate. And whatever other noise you might be hearing, I'm sorry, I am working on it. And I ask if you please bear with me. And yeah, thank you guys. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support. And I'll see you soon. Bye.